Hey guys, um, what is up? Hopefully you can hear me. Um, and I'm coming to you loud and clear on the other side. Um, it's been a crazy decade, man. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys, take some time away from what I'm doing just now and focus on talking to you about, you know, kind of year in review and what I've kind of been through and mostly just even the decade in review and talk about my art journey and some other things that I've I've dealt with along the way. Um, the full disclaimer, this may get a bit emotional and may involve me being a bit more open than I am usually. Um, but, you know, I think the thing that people have told me that they enjoy most about me is the fact that I am so open and willing to talk about um, most things um, to do with me and my artistic journey. Um, and I think it also helps the people who are listening to understand that even at the level I'm at, which is just at the starting line, um, there's definitely things I go through on a daily basis that are you know, not easy and uh, tough um, and it's not a sob story, you know, I'm not making excuses or trying to talk about how hard it's been for just me, you know there's lots of people who are dealing with stuff every day um, you know not just mental health stuff but also physical health stuff, chronic diseases family matters so there's a lot there's a lot to unpack and uh yeah, I think the best thing is just to get into it, really, and talk about it. So, back in 2012, um, I made the clever decision that I was going to leave my job and pursue, at the time, my dream of becoming an artist. Which is... Um, it's been rough, you know, it's been difficult. Um, I think because looking back at it now, I probably wasted so many years, you know, trying to work through school systems that didn't really have my best interests at heart all the time. Um, there was some great lectures that I worked with that were just really good and helped me develop my artistic eye and, and how to look at things and how to you know, take on the role of being a professional artist. Um, but at the same time, you know, there were some who just didn't care, didn't encourage me, didn't want to push me. Um, which again is, is is fine because you know, at the end of the day, it's up to me to make that decision that I want to learn, I want to be there for whatever reason. Um, but it's hard. It's hard when you have, you know, not only that your lecturers are subpar in some areas, but also that the people around you are not very encouraging either. Um, you know, going through my time in design college, it was actually probably one of the best times I had in education, uh, mostly because I formed bonds with a lot of the people in that class. 
um, who sadly I don't really keep up with these days because most of them didn't become designers. They just went back to being normal people. And uh, in university, um, it was definitely slim pickings um, of people who really wanted to work in the industry. One in particular who, um, if he's ever listening, I really hope he's doing well. And uh, he was a really good friend in university. Um, but that relationship, that that friendship um, kind of came to an end abruptly when he didn't want to involve himself with my failures anymore. And he, I know I say failures, but I just think I was so unmotivated at the time to learn. Um, because for him, it had been a couple of years learning stuff, but for me, it had nearly been a decade at that point. Um, and I think I was just getting burnt out. Um, which is what I want to kind of talk about in general about my artistic journey so far. Um, you'll probably notice in the background is a video of me painting and doing a study from a Hearthstone card. Um, this was a task that I undertook. Um, I'm trying to think when I've done this now. Maybe a year ago, two years ago. Maybe even like I think maybe November, autumn time of 2017. And uh, it was one of the few times I think in my art career where I had set a goal of really pushing myself over a month um, because I studied one card every day for 30 days. Um, and it definitely had benefits. Um, I, I definitely saw myself motivating other people and, you know, some guys from Blizzard actually reaching out to me about how they were enjoying watching me um, kind of have fun with the process. Which is really the, the nitty-gritty of what I'm talking about now and this thinking out loud where um, I think the one thing I've definitely struggled with is just deciding what I want to do in the industry which I think is more commonplace now for a lot of people because there's so many different avenues and I think the industry initially was built around generalists you know people who could do multiple things really well and now it's more uh, specialization so studios will be looking for specific people to do specific jobs and do them really well um, and again that can vary because in small studios people will need to be more general skilled because there's not as many active workers or people that they can hire and then obviously in the bigger studios specialization but I definitely have found with the whole generalization specialization argument that people who do things or do one thing really well um, are definitely the people who get more work in the end or get I think the bigger projects because um, when you look for a job posting it's always for a senior environment artist or a junior catcher artist it's never you know we just need somebody anybody who can do a couple of things well um, so yeah and then I think also looking back on how I've kind of approached things I was having a conversation with my friend Sam um, shout out to Sam and she said something when we were talking that really resonated with me um, which was 
fear manifests itself in indecision which is just the absolute culmination of my life at the moment um, because you're afraid of picking the wrong thing because you're afraid of doing the wrong thing of taking the wrong career path then you don't want to really choose one or you will choose one but then sometimes you know you'll you'll change your mind halfway through and I think it's because the idea of focusing on one thing and then it having not paid off um, you know I think time is always on my mind because you know I'm 34 at this point and uh, you know a lot of guys my age are you know or have been in the industry for years um, 10 years at some points and I've really established myself um, but I think it all comes down to your work ethic and, and what you're willing to put in um, I know Iris one of the people that I really look up to she um, uh, she started her career in her 40s and you know has been enjoying the fruits of her labour for a long time um, she actually wrote a kind of article or a Facebook page kind of blog about how age for her was a real factor but she's noticed that she's got success in the art that age is not really something that people really care about um, which is super interesting to, to look at and uh, yeah I think for me my age has always been dwindling on my, my mind I think because um, I definitely have a fear about getting old feeling like I'm wasting my time feeling like I'm running out of time and it's been difficult um, I know along the way the last couple of years it's been tough where you know I walked away from a, a big long term relationship and uh, re-established myself for you know three years when I was single and you know found my way through you know being happy by myself and being able to just be alone and enjoy my own company um, that took a long time to get you know to the point where I was I was perfectly happy if you know if I wasn't ever going to meet anybody um, but then I did you know I met my now partner and we've been together over a year and it's been great I'm really happy but definitely when I met her, um, through a mutual friend, a, a kind of board game night we had, um, because I'd been alone at that point for three years, when I met her and everything went so well, I was kind of like, yeah, I could do this, you know. And, um, yeah, it was just, everything just clicked. I also look back to how my relationships have affected my, you know, my approach to work as well because when I first got my opportunity at Actors Studios um, for the internship it was great I was super excited but um, I was just at the starting line of leaving my then partner and it really fucked with my mood it really made me feel shitty and um, it got to a point after a couple of weeks that I just, I didn't feel motivated to be enthusiastic anymore. I felt kind of shitty because everything was changing. And um, that 
kind of still haunts me because um, it always makes me feel like um, if I burnt bridges with that studio because um, I'd love to go back one day but um, I don't know I don't know how, how they view me um, so yeah I mean it's, it's interesting how my personal life affected my professional life and vice versa and uh, yeah the whole five years of education was difficult as well you know I hadn't been a student for a long time and going back to school or college or university was really challenging and was a new way of learning and approaching my whole idea of learning and degrees and you know diplomas um, but I managed to do it you know I graduated with my diploma in design and then I got accepted into university and done my honours degree I even got an offer to do a master's at the Glasgow School of Art um, so yeah there was there was a few options and, and great achievements that I had over the last couple of years that I'm really proud of um, one of them being that I started this podcast three years ago um, nearly four at this point and you know every other day I get messages from people about how they've really enjoyed the podcast and it's really made them happy that you know they've been able to be part of this and, and get inspired by it and even you know people have messaged me saying that they're going to school because of me you know they're going to study art because of the podcast and that just blows my tiny mind um, when I think about all the people that have affected all of their lives um, which is great it really does make me happy um, but I definitely feel that the focus has been you know too sporadic over the last couple of years and I really need to start focusing on self-improvement and uh taking a break from uh, social media again um, I came on a little bit recently for Christmas and the message some people but now I'm going to try and go uh, radio silence again for I think the whole of 2020 um, <laughs> it's going to be really difficult um, I'm going to try and keep a lot of my stuff internal with uh, some art discords that I've joined that I'm kind of part of but I think publicly like you know with this Instagram and uh, Facebook um, I'm definitely gonna try and keep it quiet and, and, and focus on work as much as I can um, which is difficult because I'm a social animal and you know I really like interacting with other people um, but I'll still be doing the podcast I do want to continue doing episodes well into the future for as long as I can really um because I love this podcast and it's definitely gave people a window into me into other people's process and how they make art and how they just navigate life um, but it's been a trip it's been a weird couple of years especially this year um, 2019 for me was um, it's a really shit year it was really hard. Um, now that I've graduated from university, um, working on my own and being in an office that's just me all the time, it's really difficult because I'm used to being around people and that energy that people give off. So 
I think it's definitely been one of the biggest challenges of my life trying to get through this year. Um, I think one of the few things that's got me through it is just my friends and people in the community. Um, you know who you are, who have took the time to really help me at points. Um, but it's been a battle with myself. It's been, you know, a really tough, really difficult time. Um, I definitely will always remember this year as being, I think, one of the worst um, I've ever had. Um, you know, I definitely have had conversations with people that, you know, it's made me think inward about myself and how I can approach this whole industry and, and my artistic push and, you know, and, you know, I, I flip and flop between wanting to do 2D and wanting to do 3D and it's always been difficult for me. And then at the same time, you know, some people I talked to recently were like, you know, because you've done 3D and because you've got an interest in 2D, those things will cross over, you know, more and more concept artists need to be using 3D in their work, so... Um, even ZBrush, so you know it's it's not like I'm hindering myself by learning that stuff. Um, so yeah, like in that essence, in that sense that I'm already kind of ahead in some aspects with 3D. It does make me feel a little bit better about the whole process. It's just difficult because uh, I think focusing on one thing is has never been my strong point, and I think it's. It's hard because I do know people who have, you know, done multiple things and been a kind of jack of all trade in their career and then maybe focus later down the line. But yeah, just in and, and, and general, just, I know I've always loved drawing. And, you know, I, I remember one night I was sitting in the office with my girlfriend and I was looking through Ryan Lang's drawings on, you know, like Big Hero 6 and Zootopia. And I was like, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do something like that. But then um, the fear always keeps back in of, well, you know, if you specialise in that thing, then you'll not get to do this thing. And I think one of the hardest things for me over the last couple of years has just been trying to surrender to the process and enjoy it. Um, I think some of the most peaceful moments I've had when I've been making art has just been sitting with my iPad or a sketchbook and drawing superheroes and figures and cool anime battles. You know, recently um, I've tried to push myself to get involved with Mark Burnett's Art War, which is super awesome. Um, I'll put some images up just now as I'm talking and um, you can you can get involved in that. That's a really awesome contest. Um, but I really wanted to just push myself and, you know, get involved as much as I could with um, that whole process and, and designing a character. And, um, and I was a bit hesitant at first because I didn't want to... Um, I felt like it was too early, like it was it was too much too soon, you know, like I'm just at the, you know, the start line and I don't want to push myself too much, but I think these things are good because they kind of push you outside your comfort zone which is a positive thing most of the time um, and then even if it's like shit you know people have said to me you know okay it's shit but then you can look back on the shit 
a year from now and remember how shit you were. That's always a good marker in the road. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Because um, it has been difficult trying to get back into the swing of things. And, and I think taking my head out of the industry would be the best thing for me to do because um, every time I've really been really creative or done some amazing work it's when I've not been thinking about the next step when I've not been thinking about where's my career going to go from here or how am I going to get a job or where's my next paycheck coming from it's just been like I'll think I'll draw anime girls today or guys with big swords or an environment just having fun because if you're not having fun then what's the fucking point you know a lot of people will look at the industry and think oh, I want to do this or I want to work for Disney and I want to work for Blizzard which is great and you know I do still love Blizzard and I would love to work there um, I'm thinking now is you know I move on that there's other places I would also love to work um, Riot Games being one of them but then um I think committing to a style and a, and a vision is one of the harder things, but I think now I'm making those decisions that are more like, yeah, I would want to do that, and yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Um, I've actually been studying in Mark Burnett's art school, probably the, the wisest investment in money I ever made. Um, I'll put images up just now I'm probably at the end um, of his his class schedule for the whole kind of two years it's uh, 40% off as of now for Christmas and uh, yeah if you want to learn the entire fundamental process of what it takes to be an artist um, then yeah Mark has covered it extensively and it's a really good course um, and I have so much you know, I've kind of put a, a stop that said in 2020, I'm just not going to buy any more tutorials because I have so much at this point. Like, there's so much I can learn from. Um, you know, a lot of tutorials are courses that I've bought that I've just never really gave enough time. So um, that's the plan is to work my way through those and just see how I go. Um, Mark recommends two years for the course. I think I could do it in slightly less time. I kind of need to at this point because the reality is, is I do eventually need to get a full-time job but um, yeah I think it's definitely one of the things that I've understood about myself is that I really need to surrender to just the fact that it's going to take a while but I don't want to give up and uh, I'm not going to give up um, ever because this is my dream and it's maybe taking me a while to get to a point where I'm making stuff and being consistent with it but I've had a lot of shit to deal with the last couple of years and um, anybody who says they're not dealing with something is lying you know we all have problems a lot of my stuff hasn't been public about what I've been going through but then it's just life you know and I definitely want people to know that it's been tough there's been a lot of times I've struggled with my mental health, my physical health, and loads of things in between. But um, I'm determined to keep going. And I think that's the key for a lot of this industry is that you just can't give up. I remember listening to an artist once who um, 
has worked on some amazing, amazing stuff. And uh, he was working at Disney on DreamWorks at one point, and he got laid off. Um, and he had to bust tables in LA for like six months. Um, something we all face, you know. I mean, nothing's permanent. Um, same with Max Berman when I listened to his talk in the show workshops, where you know he left his job to go do freelance work and was getting to a point where he almost had to go back to waiting tables. Um, and as as Max said, talk about humbling, you know. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's just the determination and the idea just to know that you know something's around the corner. I just need to keep the faith and. I'll get back and you know the guy I talked about who was busting tables has recently worked on a number of stuff including you know Into the Spider-Verse and Love, Death and Robots um, he's a Spanish artist forget his name I think his first name is Miguel but um, yeah he's a uh, he just kept you know you know even he had, he had to even serve some guys that he worked with um, or did work with at DreamWorks and uh, he was like, hey guys, what's happening? Can I take your order? And they're like, oh shit. And he's like, no, it's fine, whatever, you know. You know, fuck it. You know, I'm here. Let's make the most of it. But uh, but yeah, like, I'm definitely determined just to keep going and keep pushing. Um, I recently came to the decision, um, and this may change in the future, but I don't think it's going to, that I wanted to focus on 2D and do a combination of concept and illustration um, with the end goal being, you know, working for a studio or, you know, getting a freelance gig with, you know, Hearthstone or Magic the Gathering because that was the stuff I really wanted to do back in the day. Um, when I first left my job, it was it was definitely comic books, but um, card art's another thing that I've really, really wanted to do for a long time. Um, and it makes sense just to push that illustration muscle and, and make sure it's growing. Um, but initially, you know, I'll find work doing some concept stuff with, you know, photos in 3D and fill in those gaps of knowledge I have at the moment. Um, but I'm just, I think I'm more at peace with the whole, I know what I want to do. And it has changed over the last year. And, um, you know, I may lose friends over my decision or you know, people will eventually give up on me again. Um, but I just need to keep pushing and keep making stuff and not worry about the whole social pressure that comes with, you know, will this person be my friend? Will this person have respect for me? I think it's just about being your own friend, having respect for yourself, knowing that you've done a good job at the end of the day. Um, I remember listening to Proko interview Kim Jong-ji again about, you know, just his art in general. And then he said about professionalism. And he believes that one of the biggest steps in professionalism isn't just about showing up on time or, or um, being polite and hardworking, but having, uh, you know, a kind of drive and fondness and... Um, proudness of your work you know like every time you do a job doing it to the absolute best of your ability um, and being happy that your name can be associated with that artwork and I think that's something I've definitely lacked for the last couple of years where 
um you know i've 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 done art and then i've said well that's good enough or or that'll do or you know that's okay that'll pass and not thinking to myself i really want to make this amazing and that's also something i think that people need to understand is that that's also part of what will attract you to studios is when people see that you give an absolute 100 200% when you uh, work on a, a project there's some guys even when I was back internet access that um, like Yannick Yannick was um, a crazy workhorse and, and just stuff was incredible I mean his sketchbook would make professional sweat but he was so married to the idea of making everything so good and you know almost near perfect and I think that's the kind of attitude you need um, if you're going to survive in the bigger leagues so you know the AAA side of it um, even the indie side of it the small mobile game studios are getting you know the quality is raising every day and you know you look at the, some of the Chinese companies who work on mobile games and the bar is just as high there as anywhere else so um, yeah you definitely have to have an appreciation for um how hard it is to you know push and and make everything that you're producing really good and worthwhile and yeah there's there's a lot of moving cogs and I think it's it's hard to now go back and look at stuff and look at you know my art back in the day and and think about how I used to approach drawing or painting or 3D modeling um, that it was just a means to an end like I just have to learn this and then I'll get a job or I'll learn this and then I'll get a job then I can relax because um, it's definitely a mentality I brought from my old way of life when I had my previous job and uh, I definitely don't want to do that in the future I definitely want to make sure that everything I make is 100% good um, not perfect and you know there'll be times I'll do things wrong but that's fine because that's failing and I think failure um, is definitely a big step towards um, being good at something I think the quote um, came from Adventure Time it was Jake he says being kind of crappy at something is a step towards being kind of amazing at something and uh, I couldn't agree more Um, I wanted to do a whole talk about this Um, you know failing for me has always been something that um, has had a negative association you know when I was younger um, I wasn't as positively reinforced as I could have been and that definitely made me feel you know like I wasn't good enough for a lot of things so I think that mentality now haunts me where I'm kind of like, why even bother? You know, it's never going to be good enough. It's never going to be good. I'm never going to get a job. And that that voice is playing in my head all the time. And uh, it really sucks. (laughs) It really sucks. And um, I think the hardest part about, um, you know, the hardest part about finding your core strength is the ability to just be patient with yourself and understand that things take time 
you're never going to be amazing straight off the bat and you know there's some people that will take years to get good enough to work and you have to be okay with that um, because if you can't be then the industry is going to be really difficult for you to navigate um, I think one of the bigger mistakes I made at the start of my career was pushing so hard on the social emphasis and you know going to a lot of these big uh, networking events and making friends with some of the bigger um, artists um, because it's been great that I've, I've bonded these friendships and I, I know these people intimately but then the bar is raised the pressure is almost doubled because you know when you're hanging with some of the best people in the industry and you're not producing work that is you know good never mind amazing it does make you feel less than it does make you feel like you know you already think that you're not worthy to be there but then the fact that you know you open an art station and it's just full of work that's like six and seven months old and you know you've not really populated it in a long time it's embarrassing you know and um I don't blame people in my life for walking away and giving up on me um I mean I don't like it but I understand it I understand why people will give up on me and will see me as you know less than or that I don't have the motivation to do stuff um but it really bugs me that they can't relate to me as a human being and understand that just like everybody else I'm going through shit and I'm struggling like everybody else you know my struggle struggle is very public but there's a lot of people I know who go through the same shit just don't talk about it um, but I think the reason I do is because it resonates with so many of you guys and so many artists who you know feel like they're alone and that they're they're um, feeling and thinking these things for the first time but then you know along comes someone like me and blows your tiny mind with the fact that I'm going through the same stuff you know like someone said to me the other day um, you know art comes so easy to you no wonder you can make such amazing stuff and I'm like art's hard <laughs> it's kicked my ass for so long um, I'm only now getting to, you know the swing of things and you know when people say it took them 10 years to get in the, into the industry sometimes or, or took 5 years or whatever I can believe it you know if I took it from the first time I left my job until I actually get a job it could be 10 years you know 2022 will be 10 years since I left my job and if I'm getting a job around that time then yeah it'll be a decade it will took me that long to get a job you know the years of going through education and networking and socialising and um I definitely have seen people do it quicker and more efficiently but uh yeah man like it's scary to think how long that's taken me um but I've enjoyed my time um you know meeting people and getting to go through the whole education cycle again and and finish university with honours you know like I'm probably one of the first people in my family to ever do it and um I was really proud of myself that day and 
you know, since then, I've definitely felt like a disappointment to not just me, but my family. Um, it struggles or makes my brain kind of you know, feel crappy that I'm still at the point where, you know, I've got an odd job here and there, but I'm not really working, you know, full time. I don't have that 95 studio job yet. And, um, or even, you know, consistent work with freelance. So, um, yeah, it's definitely made me feel really shitty. Um, but there's definitely hope in the form that the last couple of weeks I've definitely fell in love with my 2D side again and I'm enjoying sketching and not thinking about or worrying about what the next step is just you know having fun with it um so yeah that's kind of where I'm at at the moment and it's difficult because uh you know you want to do really well and you want to make people proud you know and um I'm just lucky I suppose that I have such an understanding family and a really understanding partner you know I don't think I would have made it this far without any of them and uh, yeah I'm really lucky for that I'm really appreciative and I'm thankful for that and I think that's something that you have to go into the new decade um, thinking about is how to be grateful for the things you have um, that other people don't you know, there's so many people who don't have a partner, who don't have a family, um, especially around the holidays, it's going to be tough. I'm just thankful that I have these things in my life that can help me. And um, I know no matter how long it takes, you know, my family and my partner will support me, um, which makes me incredibly thankful. And um, yeah, so I definitely want to approach the next decade with hard work and humility and really think about what's going to make me happy in the long run and what's going to make me want to make art and um, throughout my life it's always came back to 2D it's always came back to drawing and painting and um, you know I'll need to learn some 3D over the web because you know that is just part and partial of 2D now but I'm definitely more comfortable with the thought of being a 2D artist and um, not pressure myself to get good super quick. Um, I think time and patience is the key, especially when it comes to 2D, um, because there's so much to learn and it's one of the hardest mediums. But um, yeah, I'm more at peace with the idea that so yeah so I've been talking for a while now and um, I usually like to keep these things a bit less time than uh, my regular episodes um, but I just want to tell you guys that um, I hope you have a, a really nice Christmas and a happy new year um, Digital Artcast has been amazing this year we've had some amazing guests and 
I just want to say thank you to all the guests who came on and gave up their time. It was really, really nice of them to come on and talk about the process. Um, next year, we will have more people, a lot more people. And uh, and then, yeah, I'll do a, a few more thinking out louds. Um, I definitely wanted to try and do more with the podcast, but I think my key focus should be um, my art and making good art. <laughs> Um, it's also the reason that I won't be attending any social events this year for art. Um, you know, I just wanted to focus on, again, the process and, and getting better. Um, and, you know, the social stuff will come afterwards. I've definitely done enough socialising at this point and enough people know who I am. So I need to focus on uh, getting good and getting work. So 2020 will definitely be the year of work. But uh, thanks for everybody who's stuck about so far and listened to me rant. Um, I appreciate every single one of you who listens to me. You are amazing. And again to my guests, thank you very much for coming on. And yeah, you'll you'll hear more from me um, in, in the next year. I guarantee it. Um... Again on Cubebrush just now, Mark Burnett has uh, the Art War series, which is really awesome. You should jump in and try that if you haven't already. Um, and his art school is also 40% off. So if you haven't already, go and check it out. It's a good investment. Um, I want to shout out my friend Ross Baxter, another podcaster. He does a student art podcast. He had me on recently to talk, and it was amazing. You can go over there and check out um, that episode on his channel and uh, to everyone else just have a really fucking awesome time and I love you guys um, if you've got any questions leave them below I'll definitely see them I'll definitely get back to them um, but until then um, later guys and um, I love y'all bye bye